Amen. It moves in God's time. Praise God. I apologize. I don't have a, a Father's Day uh, message for you today, but I promised last week that I'll just preach this. This is what God gave me last week, week before last at some point. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do with this, but we'll just, we'll just feel, we'll just give you whatever God gave us, and then you can go from there. Praise God. Amen. We just want God to bless you. I don't care if it comes out pretty or not. I'd like for it to. I don't know if it's smooth or not. I don't know if it's count meeting style or if it's a kitchen table style. Those doesn't matter. What matters is if we can convey something, if we can be a conduit, and God can, it can be God that would work through me in my speech or maybe even in my countenance, and you can receive something from God. That's what it's about, folks. And you don't ever get enough of God. As long as we're in this life, somebody needs to hear me right here. You never graduate. You never get your ticket. I got it, got it made, now preach, and then I, now I'm going to sit back, and I'm going to decide if this sermon is as good as last week's sermon or not. That's all you can do. You don't need anything from God. You're already there. That's the danger of that. That's where the Pharisees were. When Jesus came along, that was God manifest in the flesh, ladies and gentlemen. That was God Almighty. Remember Jesus said, Philip, when you see me, you see the Father? When you see the Father, you see me. That was God. And the, and the religious people missed it. You know why? They thought they had arrived. They thought they had it made. And Jesus had a word for them. He said, you're whited sepulchers on the outside. But on the inside, you're full of dead men's bones. You're rotten on the inside. Amen. That's, what, that's the message Jesus had for them. So listen, create a hunger for God. Create a desire for more of God because, because you're not there yet. I just, I don't know who all everybody is. I don't know where you are. I don't police you and I don't get the magnifying glass out. It's not my job, all right? My job is to preach the word. But I'm just telling you, amen, you don't have everything you need. That keeps bringing us to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, now, I'm not recommending this. I'm going to get my scripture in a moment. I'm not recommending this, that people go deep in sin and, and go out in the world and do things that the world does and all kind of... I, I'm not recommending that. But, but it's a shame that some people have to go through that to appreciate what God can do and what God will do. And we see that. We see that in a lot of people. And so, because when you get out there, you may not get back. All right, and so so stay in the church, stay close, but maybe get close to somebody that's really been through it, amen, and they really, really appreciate the church. But folks who don't need nothing, no, they don't, they, you know, they just, it's just another show, all right, to them, but not to us. Praise God. Ezekiel 37, amen, I'm going to preach to you today if the Lord will anoint. Praise God. Ezekiel 37, beginning at verse number 1. And I'm going to read down through verses 7. If you have your Bible, follow. If not, just look up on the screen, and they'll put it up there for you. Praise God. Ezekiel 37, beginning at verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And this is Ezekiel speaking about a dream, amen, or a vision that he had. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. And caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. 
And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, prophesy. Give us something to do here now. Amen. I'm just going to show you something. He's going to give you something to do here. Amen. He said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinew upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7 is my last verse here. So I prophesied, as I was commanded, thank God for just simple obedience. Thank God for whether you got faith or not, if you'll just be obedient. I, I prophesied as I was commanded. Notice he didn't think it was a suggestion. He didn't take it, oh, by the way, it'd be nice. No, God just told him what to do and he did it. And I prophesied there was a noise. And behold, everybody say there was a noise. Do you know heaven's going to be noisy? John saw heaven. John got a vision of it. Get a little noisy around here today. John got a vision of, of, of heaven. He said it was the sound, the worship and the praise, which is the sound of the waves and the roar of the waves as they hit the shore. There's no sound like that. Amen. There was people, he saw people from every nation and every tongue before the Lord. Amen. Folks are going to be saved one way or the other. God's going to make a way for us to be saved. We're going to get there with the help of the good Lord. Hallelujah. With his grace and with his mercy. Amen. And we're not going to sit around with our fingers crossed and our legs crossed. Amen. And look, at there's going to be praise and there's going to be worship. Y'all, you know what? I love to go back. The New Testament doesn't have a lot about worship. You know that? You know why? It was established, Brother John, it was established in the Old Testament, which was our schoolmaster, by the way. It was our teacher. That's what Jesus said. Amen. And you know what they did? Amen. They, they, here's what they taught them. They, they didn't just say praise. They said praise him. Amen. With the high sounding cymbals. Praise him on the stringed instruments. Praise him on the drums. Hallelujah. Shout with the voice of triumph. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All you land. And it goes on and on and on. Hey, we just... Hey, Hey, we're just practicing. We're just getting ready for heaven. I never read in the Bible where we're going to sit on a cloud with a harp. Did anybody read that? Maybe some Bible scholars here. Who, who did that? Who, who said that? I don't know. It came from somewhere like a lot of our traditions come from. But I, I read about a noisiness, powerful things, great things, magnificent things. Paul said, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. You know what? I never went in a... Yeah, it's been a long, long time. I'm going to let y'all be seated in just a moment. Yeah, I'm going to let you be seated. Go ahead and be seated. Some of y'all look, look tired. It's been a long time since I've been in a nightclub. Long time. But I remember some things about them. I remember some things about it. Guess what? They were noisy. Loud. And it seemed like the louder they got, if you drive up in the parking lot of one of them, 
and you could hear the bass. You could hear part of it. It was in the parking lot. It was up and down the street. And you know what it did to me? I'm ashamed to tell you this. That's the spirit of the world. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Almost run to get in there. The louder the better. Who said we're supposed to calm down when we start worshiping God? The Bible didn't say that. Who said we're supposed to be quiet when we start worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Hallelujah. Amen. He has a name that's above every name. The name that every tongue shall confess to and every knee is going to bow to. Who said that? It wasn't the word of God. More of our traditions. Praise God. Amen. But the, but the man said, Ezekiel said, so I prophesied. Amen. The spirit carried the prophet out and allowed him to see this extremely. Now this is a picture you got to get, okay. We spiritualize things. But everything in the natural, there's a spiritual. Everything we can see, there's something that you cannot see. All you spiritual folk, now you need to you need to wake up and be quickened just a little bit here. All right, Amen. So we see he showed him a, a, a valley of bones, and not only just bones, but dry bones. What do you think about bones? Listen, there was somebody died there. A lot of people died there. Amen. So so we, he he showed this prophet. Amen. He allowed him to see this extremely bad situation. Now this is gonna it's gonna be relevant to us here in a minute, all right? I'm I'm just this somebody said, well he's way back in the old testament. What is all let me tell you what that means. That school teacher part, that Bible part that people leave out the old testament, that Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law. That's what Jesus said. He said, I've come to fulfill that. So let's not do away with the old testament. Let's mark it it's teaching us. We find ourselves right here. We find bad, ugly, hopeless situations in this life. We find the end of the road. Nothing else to do. No place else to go. There's not even a turnaround here. I, I might as well just give up. You know people who commit suicide? You know what they do? Here's the Bible. There's a lot, of, lot to all of that. But here's what that really means. The bottom line on this is that they ran out of options. And that's what the enemy would like to do with every one of us. We're gonna have we're gonna have get knocked down by the enemy. We're gonna get beat up. We're gonna fall flat of our face. That's why we need a church. We need brothers and sisters that know how to pray and know how to worship and know how to praise and preach and teach. Amen. And keep the word of the Lord right here in front of us. Praise God. Because that's what's gonna get us through that. Because the enemy is lying. There is a way out. There is a way through this. We're gonna, God's going to help us. Amen. Not only were these people dead, not only were they dead, but there was nothing left but bones. God would do this on occasion. He would take extreme situations. It's like the stormy sea. And the disciples were wrestling. They had almost given up. No hope. And Jesus comes walking on. He makes, he creates this. He allows the enemy to do it or he does it himself. It puts us in a position where we have only, our only hope is to cry out for supernatural help and spiritual help, amen, that comes from another world. Otherwise, we'll just, we'll just continue to be carnal. We'll continue to doubt everything that God does and critique it and wonder if it's God. Joshua met a man before they went into the promised land walking down by the river. 
And it says it in the Bible, in the book of Joshua. He said, are you of God? Are, are, are you of the devil? Are, are you with us? Or are, you, are you against us? That's the human nature. We all have it. That's why we have to pray enough. We have to get around enough other folks who pray. That's why we have to, I did it here numerous times. When I pray with you, I'll say, can we just pray, pray an agreement prayer? The Bible said where two or three agree. Now, I know you can get your prayers answered other ways, but, but, but it's, it gets more strength and more power and more authority if you get two or three people together. That's why, that's why Paul said we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together when we come to the house of God. Can I get an amen on that one? Amen. And, and I hope you folks at home that's watching live stream that you're getting as much of this as you can too because especially that last part, we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of which some is and much more so as you see the day approaching. It's late, folks. It's late. Amen. So we got to get with this church getting together because when we agree together, two or three of us, God said he would move for us and heal us and bless us. Amen. Amen. Listen, here's what God was saying about this valley full of dry bones. They were beyond any kind of help. Now, you know what? It may not be this horrible and this bad in some of your lives, but every single one of us in here we are facing or we will face situations where, you know, I just have to let that go. I don't know what to do with that. I just, you know, it's, it, it's, beyond, it's beyond me. And sometimes that's good because we can worry ourselves into a nervous breakdown. We can get mad and leave the church. We can do all kind of crazy stuff. Amen. But, but when we see it, amen, it's just, it's just a sad sight to see to just give up on things. But right in the middle of this hopelessness, amen, this, this end of the road problem here, God had a question for Ezekiel, amen, can these bones live? Hey, listen, folks, listen, but, but right in the middle of that, you know, that's, that's one of the questions. I mean, it's nothing like a good well-timed question to get us to thinking, Sometimes we just don't need somebody to tell us what to do. Somebody, sometimes it's best to ask a question. What do you think about this? Can these bones live? Hallelujah. Amen. Ezekiel was smart enough and wise enough, amen, to qu pass that question right back to the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, I, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to give that back to you, God. Hallelujah. He said, oh, Lord, thou knowest. I remember when I was younger, I had an answer for everything. Just, I'll just tell you what to do. But I, I, I slowed down a little bit. I said, Let's just pray about this a little while. I might think I have the answer. But I know God's got the answer. Praise He's got the right answer. Hallelujah. Then God said in verse 4, prophesy. Here's what you have to do. Let's not just wring our hands. Let's not just give up. Let's not just walk away. Oh, you had a test. Amen. You, you, you had somebody come against you? Hallelujah. You, you had somebody confront you? God forbid that we do that. You know what? We've created, I've, I've, I've preached this before, I've taught about it. Our society and Christianity, we've created a God of our own liking. A God that's always sweet and always smiling, never gets angry, and certainly never judges us. Is that, can I get an amen out of that? You know what that's called? 
we didn't go out and build a stone god or made out of marble or bronze or anything. We, didn't, we don't do that. We preach against that. But we just create one in our own mind. You know what? That's the same. That's, that's called idolatry. That's what the Bible said in the Old Testament again. He said, there's coming a time, amen, when men's going to call good evil and evil good. They're going to just have it in reverse. Oh, this is a good thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Our country split down the middle. I think we got them outnumbered, though, folks. If we get people to come out of fear and come out of the corner and come out of the cotton patch and out of the woods and vote. I really believe that. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it about time, amen, that the majority, which is about 90-something percent, amen, would, would quit worrying about the like one or two, three percent that gets offended over everything? That's how it works. Y'all know that's how. You can be a minority and you can just have your way. All you got to do is just scream real loud. But we don't know that. And we're like, ooh, <laughs> let's be sweet and let's be nice. Well, let's do that, but let's stand our ground. Amen. Thus saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. These, it is a dead, it is a hopeless looking situation. It looks, it looks bad, but he said, I want you to prophesy. Amen. And you know what we need to do? You know what prophesying is? If you look up that word, you'll have words like predict. Amen. You'll have words like foretell or forecast. Do you know, have, you, know you have the power as a believer? You don't have to have a microphone. You don't have the spotlight on you. You don't have to have a pulpit. These signs, Jesus said it himself, amen, in Mark 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. In my name they shall speak with new tongues. God even talked about us treading upon serpents. That's a type of demons and devils. You can walk on them, stand on them. That's the, the authority and the power that the enemy, the God of this world, does not want you to know. But I'm going to preach to us just a little bit about laying claim to some of those things that God's already purchased with his own blood, already paid for, and we're living below our privileges here. He said, listen, this is, this is God's directive to Ezekiel right here. Amen. Speak directly to the need. You see this hopeless situation, dry bones, all dead. In fact, they were so dead and dry they were even separated. It was just piles of bones, it seemed to me like. Amen. He said, say to them, O ye dry bones, O ye spirit of depression, O ye spirit of just being poor all the time and broke all the time, O ye spirit of sickness, diabetes, Cancer. Just speak to the situation. It looks hopeless. I'm going to die with this, it looks like. Just speak to this pile of dried, dead, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Y'all are quiet on me. Bones. <laughs> this is the power. Amen. You think God Almighty that came and robed himself in flesh died on a cross humiliated, beaten with stripes, beard plucked out, resurrected out of that grave just like he said he would. Amen. Paid a price for us to walk around scared of the devil, walk around afraid all the time. 
upset about this, upset about what somebody did, what somebody said. Listen, it's just a, it's just a never-ending list of trash and junk that a Christian can find themselves in. Hallelujah. But we need to understand who we are. Yes. Hallelujah. We, are, we, we need to look in the mirror. Amen. It's like the broke guy said one time. He said, my father is a rich Jew. <laughs> we always thought Jews, all Jews got money. They know how to get money. They're blessed. That's why. That's why we're going to be for Israel. We're going to stand with Israel. Because Abraham said this, God said to Abraham, I'm going to bless them that bless you. And I'm going to curse those that curse you. Listen, Hamas can send all the bombs they want to over there. They're cursed. Because they wish Israel just dissipate off into the sea somewhere and be no more. But it's God, even though most of them are not living for God, most of them are just Jew by blood only. Amen. You know, Brother Bob, my friend, Pastor Bob, that comes here once in a while, I'm, I'm learning so much from him. Amen. Just such a, such a good man. Amen. And, 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 and something just triggers Sister Debbie when he's, when he's talking to us. That's a Holy Ghost. That's the Spirit of the Lord. Episcopal, charismatic Episcopal priest. Got the Holy Ghost. We baptize him in water right over here in the lovely name of Jesus Christ for the remission of his sins. He said it's the greatest day of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Other morning at breakfast, at breakfast time, amen, he looked across, he said, I prayed for Israel today. He said, and everything's been so wonderful for me today. He said, I prayed sincerely for Israel. And I thought, you know, we, Brother Jerry, we ought to be doing more of that. When we talk about it, and, and, and maybe we do, but we, we, need, we need to make some noise about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Only democratic nation in that whole part of the world. Only, only, when I say that, I mean only free country. And they're with us, and we ought to be for them. But, you know, we got people in the Senate right now that just says anti-Semitic stuff all the time openly. But it doesn't matter when you're in Washington. You can, they, can, they can convict you of any kind of sin, any kind of problem, break any, and nothing ever happens. Nothing. They're above the law. Amen. But this is a law. This is a nation of laws, folks. And by the way, God is a God of laws. Amen. You know, if, if you'll study the end time, I'm all over the place. I know this. If you'll study the end time, uh, when God takes his church out of here, amen, the great tribulation takes place, that means all hell is going to break loose on this if you take the mark and you don't make it in the rapture. And when all that's ended, Amen. And God turns this into a thousand years, a brand new heaven and a new earth. If you read that and study that, let me tell you what. God is going to rule with an iron hand. You don't, you don't get away from judgment. You don't get away from what's right and wrong. It's just the way it is. And our country is built on that. But people get by with anything nowadays because there's no consequences. But we know... Hallelujah, that there's a consequences. Amen. If we don't have sins that we've repented over and get the blood, then we have to face God for that. Amen. Amen. So, so he commanded to prophesy. Let me get back on my notes. I'm a, I think I have a, a message for you here. Amen. 
you know, maybe there's people right here in this room. I want to make it as relevant as I can. You know, you've got dreams. You've had aspirations. You've got hopes of a, of a bright future. I mean, you're right in this room. And the enemy's lied to you enough and you've believed it for so long that that's gone. I mean, that's just, you know, that's been buried. You don't have a funeral over that. You don't said the last words over that. It's buried. Amen. By now it's just dry bones. It's just dust. Amen. But listen, folks, today's dreams are tomorrow's realities. You can't quit dreaming. Joseph was a dreamer. Amen. Don't let anybody steal your dreams. Romans 6 and 4. Paul said that we have been buried with Christ in baptism. And, and the next verse, he said, that we have been planted. And I got to looking at those words. We've been planted in the likeness of his death. Now, there's a difference in being buried and being planted. The undertaker buries and the farmer plants. The undertaker expects what he buries to stay buried. But the farmer, when he plants and puts the seed in the ground, he expects a resurrection. Hallelujah. So when we get buried in the waters of baptism with Jesus, hallelujah, amen, we expect something to happen. We expect to become new creations in Christ Jesus. We expect old things to pass away and behold all things to become new. That keeps bringing us to the house of God because we keep needing more help and more prayer. Hey, you just don't snap your fingers, amen, or pray a, a, a prayer that gets you a couple of goosebumps and that be the end of it. No, it's a continuation, amen, a growth and a maturing process here, amen. But, but, but let's, let's, let's dig up, amen, those dreams and those aspirations and those hopes. Let's do that, amen. A divine purpose, it may disappear from sight for a while, <laughs> Amen. But I'm preaching today that it will arise. It, it, it will get up out of there. Hallelujah. If you get enough around enough Holy Ghost people, you get enough around enough faith preaching that God is still real. He's still alive in my heart. He still sits on the throne. He's not lost any of his power. He's not lost any of his authority. Amen. He said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means if he ever healed anybody, he'll heal today. Let me tell you what we're dealing with today. Amen. Jesus said in the last days, he said there were men will have, he's talking about religious people, by the way. They will have a form of godliness, but they will deny the power thereof. God don't heal anymore. God don't bless anymore. There's no gifts of the Spirit in operation anymore. All that's gone. All that's bad. You just go have your little service and get your little sermon and get two goosebumps and talk about how wonderful it was and just go about your business. And you don't have to think about it for another week or two. That's not what God intended at all. Amen. Amen. He intended for us to have what He said. You shall receive power. That, that power in the Greek is dunamis. It's the same word that we use that our word dynamite comes from. You're going to receive something explosive, powerful, life-changing. Amen. Devil-chasing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what you're going to get. Amen. But we can settle for less. And that's the sad part. Many of us do settle for less. Oh, I just felt the Lord. It was just wonderful. Isn't that great? doesn't change anything in our life. Oh, hallelujah. I could preach about that a while. Hallelujah. 
Amen. I'm telling somebody here today, amen, that, you know, that, that your dreams are not beyond a resurrection. Amen. Rachel in the Old Testament named her first son, her firstborn son, Joseph. Amen. And, and what that really means, the interpretation back in those days, they didn't just say Charlie and Joe and Bill. No, they, all, they had a meaning to it. Amen. Joseph means may God add more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That meant, Rachel, you're not done yet. Amen. Pharaoh gave Joseph a new name. Just, just look back in history a little bit. Zephanath, a Passanai. Amen. That means God still speaks and God still lives. And this is coming from Pharaoh, a name. Amen. Have you ever thought all the hardships and troubles that you've been through may not be about all about you? Amen. All of your suffering could be for a son, could be for a daughter, or a friend to witness just how a Christian's supposed to respond and how a Christian's supposed to behave and act in a test and a trial. We do good when we have smooth sailing. Amen. But what about the storms that come? Amen. Psalms 37. Amen. The steps. The 23rd verse, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, watch this, he shall not be utterly cast down, for God upholdeth him with his hand. Hallelujah. We need to get this, folks. God's got something to do with what's going on in our life. We have to give God credit for that. He never leaves us, never forsakes us. I, I, just, I just feel like speaking to some dry bones today. I just feel like we ought to speak to all of us together. You know what? Let me just do this right now. Not in my notes. Sister Carol, I don't know what the doctor said to you. I don't know what your latest diagnosis is. Take me by the hand right here. Just all right, y'all? Praise God. Hey, I didn't get over here and pray an agreement prayer today. I'm just feeling apostolic today. In the name of Jesus. I, if you'd pray for me, my doctor's given me a negative report too, two, two or three times. Amen. And I'm taking it that yours is just not a really glowing good report either. Amen. Amen. Can we just speak to these dry bones? This impossible. See, you know, dry, who's going to look out there and say, oh, yeah, that's wonderful. We're just going to pray our little now lay me down to sleep prayer and those bones. Oh, no, 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 no. That's nothing what to do in Jesus' name. God, we're weak today. Amen. We're at your mercy, Lord. We know that without you, we could do nothing, God. But, amen. But God, with you, you said all things are possible. All things are possible to them that believe. Hallelujah. Have you, have you thought about what all means, folks? Have we, have we thought about what all? That's what God said. I didn't say that. All things are possible to them that believe. God, I release healing into such a Carol's body right now. Miracle healing right now. In the name of Jesus, deliverance from every sickness, every pain, hallelujah, every ache, every symptom, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I claim that we agree right now, Sister Carol, in the name of Jesus, praise God. In the name of Jesus, while we're here, Sister Jan, right now, that spirit of gout, that gout, that physical painful situation in the name of Jesus we lay claim we lay hold on to those stripes that we you were healed by them Lord in the name of Jesus it's a promise from you Lord in the name of Jesus I, I speak that I speak to the gout I speak to that pain in the name of Jesus by the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ right now agreement 
agreement prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just speak to them bones. Just speak to the dry bones. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like shouting right now. I feel like giving him praise right now. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel like putting the enemy on the run right now. Hallelujah. God is real. God is alive. He's my friend. He's my ever-present help in time of trouble. Hallelujah. I claim that in the name of Jesus. God, you said that. Hallelujah. You know what? I think God respects that more than anything else. I didn't come up with that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me tell you, folks, life will confront us, amen, with one pressure situation after another. But what this does, this presents us with the precious, amen, amen, awesome opportunity for success or failure. That's what separates us from a zombie or or a robot, that's why somebody said, why did God create such a situation, amen, like he did with Adam and Eve? God being God, he could just fix anything he wants. But see, we're part of God. He created man in his own image. That just didn't mean the flesh and the bones and the blood and, and the capital. That isn't what that, admit that. But there is an inner person, amen. There's a spirit and a soul in there. <laughs> That's like God too. And so we have some say over the matter. We can reject or we can accept. We can criticize and doubt and fear or we can believe. But John, when the, when the 1,600 people didn't accept Christ now, I mean, I thank God for anybody that accepts Christ as their personal Savior. And I don't know if they get even one goosebump or not. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a, a Pentecost. Sister Debbie was there. You, Sister Sue. Sue was there. Witness. Power of the Holy Ghost in the in Philippines, in Elo, Elo, Philippines. We rented the soccer stadium. A few thousand people showed up. Bust them in. Third world country. They have nothing. Amen. Just preached 20 minutes, told them they could get the Holy Ghost. Something like, is anybody thirsty? If anybody thirsty out there, let them come and drink freely. <laughs> Told them they could. You know, people are telling you don't get the Holy Ghost anymore. Guess what? You get what you preach, folks. Brother Young, we preach nobody gets the Holy Ghost. Guess what? They don't get it. Because it comes by faith. So we need to get in the habit of preaching. You know what? You can be healed. You can receive the baptism of the Spirit. You can, get a, you can have a day of Pentecost today. Hallelujah. That's, that, that, that's, that's faith building. It all comes by faith. I don't know why some preachers don't. Maybe they don't want people to get it because people kind of get out of hand when they get, the, they get quickened. Hallelujah. But that, that night in Elo, Elo, Philippines, amen, we just, our, just did what we do. That's what we do right here. Just tell people it's available. Open up the altar service. Amen. People couldn't get to the altars. Too many people. Altar, wasn't, altar area wasn't big enough. We had some. It was full. But more people, just they just stand in room only. And a wave of the Holy Ghost came. 
Amen. And they counted. We helped them pray all we could. And then we had other Filipino pastors praying, laying hands on, like you do in the Bible. And, I, you know, when they speak Filipino, I, it kind of sounds kind of Hispanic. But I can't speak Spanish too well either. I can say, andale, andale. You know. <laughs> so, so I couldn't tell whether he's getting it or not. I, I, I felt it, and I saw the glow on their face and the countenance, and I saw the joy. But I couldn't. The tongue is the evidence. A lot of evidences. But the common evidence, if you're going to use Scripture, was the tongue. They said, the first Gentiles receive it. Those people that came with Peter when they were being questioned in Jerusalem. What are you doing going into the Gentiles? They said, we perceive that they perceive the Holy Ghost as well as we. Amen. Brother Dan, he said, for we heard them speak with tongues. And so I couldn't tell whether they were getting it by their language because I didn't understand their language. But the Filipinos counted over 1,600. Now, I had an opportunity to doubt that. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't hear all of them speak in tongues. So that way that doesn't mean, it. oh, so we have to hear them. We have to see it. We have, everybody, listen, God's, hey, listen, there's a wave of this coming. The Baptists are going to get it. The church of God, the assembly of God is going to get back where they ought to be. Where they used to preach just like we preach right now. They used to get loud and noisy and have altar calls and people get the, now it's just extra. Y'all know that, don't you? It's a spare tire. Oh, you really don't need to do all of that. You just accept. But that just got, no, 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 no. He said, Jesus said, without my spirit, you don't even belong to me. What's he talking about? He's talking about the Holy Spirit. You, you, he said, you are none of mine. That's a King James way of saying it. So I, I, I'm serious, folks. Listen, we need to be healed. We need to be filled. We can be blessed. We can get victory over this misery. And all this stuff that we're facing, this pile of dry bones, that's nothing but dust, this impossible situation, God's telling me to tell you that it's not impossible. Amen. Because he said there's nothing impossible with God. Nothing. Let's stand. Let's stand together. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, but you get the point, all right? You get the point. Hallelujah. Let me just tell you a little story. This might go along with Father's Day. Sister Donna's heard this. Some of you others have heard it. I'm sorry. You have to listen to it again. I'm, I'm young back then. Pastor Chad, he was, I'm guessing he was seven or eight. He was either Kyla's age or maybe a year older. We lived out on, on uh, Louisville Road. We had a fireplace. And I'm, uh, I'm young back then. And so I, I enjoyed splitting the firewood. You get the blocks and we I'm splitting the firewood and uh, you know I'm a man the the, the man in the family is the 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 muscle and the strength and he's harder The, 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 the wife in the marriage is tender and soft that that and a child needs both of that need both the manly part and then the feminine part God knows what he's doing and I'm being the manly part. Chad's helping me with the firewood. And I'm being that manly part. And I'm saying, get that firewood, boy. Stack that wood. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be nice to him. Isn't that amazing how people now, oh, they're afraid they'll offend. Don't harm you. Don't 
don't do. Listen, they beat us when we were kids. It never did bother me, bother me, bother me. <laughs> I made it through that all right. <laughs> I know, I understand. I'm old and the younger generation. I'm not making fun. Hallelujah. Sister Carolyn, I see you back there. That's so wonderful. Y'all brought the baby? Oh, you wouldn't leave the baby. That's a crazy question. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. This is, this is, this, it's our, this is our youth pastor and his wife. A new baby boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So happy for y'all. So happy for y'all. And I'm not done yet. Let me finish my story here. But I'm so glad I, I didn't see y'all slip in until just now. But here I am. Here I am. It's my boy. I had two girls, girl older, girl younger, and then Chad's in the middle. And Man, I, I don't want him to be sissy. Just telling the truth. I don't want him to be feminine. I'm to be a man. Get that wood, boy. And that's how I was talking to him, Brother John. Get that, get that wood hell. And he was like, he was like seven or eight. Eight-year-old eight or seven-year-old, they can only do just so much. A guy could have just, you know, he could have stacked it faster and I could have split it. But he was like just, just feverishly working, trying to please his dad. I'm like, get that, hey, get that one over there, hey. And he looked up at me and he just had those dreamy, I never will forget it. I said we're going to reverse the roles sooner or later. It was even beginning then. I, don't, I, I, I can't forget that. It did something to me with his, the way he said it. And since he looked up, at, he said, Dad, I, I'd help you do anything. It hit me right in the heart. I think he said, I'd help you do anything, Dad. I wouldn't ask it. I wouldn't pet him and tell him he's sweet, wonderful like I do Kyla. <laughs> Beautiful, glorious. <laughs> I was just being mean to him, harsh with him. And right in the middle of all that, I'd help you do anything, Dad. <coughs> I'm wondering, since there's... In the natural that we can see, and then there's the spiritual part. I'm wondering if we, the sons of God, and sometime Brother Thompson in our prayers to the Lord, our talking to Him, we'd say, God, I'll help you do anything. Help you do anything, God. If we're like him, hallelujah, and we are according to the word of the Lord, I'm thinking that it would just touch God's heart. I think that's the kind of thing, Sister Green, he's waiting on. That's the place he's trying to get all of us to be through everything, every impossible situation, every harsh, ugly reality that we have to deal with. And right in the middle of all of that, the harsh situation. They're not being nice to me. I wasn't. But yeah, right in the middle of all that, I love you so much. I'll do, I'll do anything for you, God. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm just going to open this altar right here. Amen. And just, it, 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 maybe somebody wants to come tell God that right now. It's called a commitment. It, it, it puts yourself on the spot here. Gets you between a rock and a heart. You have a choice. God always gives us a choice. 
You can say yes. You can say no. You can say later. All kinds of stuff. God allows us to do that. And But I feel like somebody makes some really good spiritual headway today. If we just say, God, you know, I'm just... I'm just a piece of dirty clay. Amen. You're still working on me. I'm willing for you to work. Hallelujah. I can use all the help I can get. But God, I am a believer. I am a believer, God, in your word. Hallelujah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Take somebody by the hand. Invite somebody else to come. Glory, Jesus. Believe in his power. He's not willing that we perish. He's willing for all, and he desires all to come to repentance. Beautiful, sweet presence in the house today. You've never received the Holy Ghost. Amen. Evidence by speaking in other tongues, you can do it today. You got a bunch of believers around here to help you get through. Maybe you maybe you've 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 done it before, but maybe you need a refreshing. Maybe you hadn't talked in tongues lately. That's God's language. Paul said, What are you gonna do about that speaking in tongues and speaking in your regular native tongue? He said, I'll do both. I'll pray in the spirit and I'll pray in my own understanding. That's the way you do it. Hallelujah. That's God's way. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Here we are, God. Here we are, God, in your presence. Hallelujah. Confessing our needs to you, our shortcomings. Hallelujah. The mistakes we've made, we're all there always before you, Lord. But God, we know, Lord, that you can help us. You can fix us. Hallelujah. You can continue to build. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever you want me to do, God, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I make a commitment, Lord. Hallelujah. Heal us. Bless us. Renew us. Lift us up. Give us the strength. Give us the guidance that we need. It all comes from you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Thus saith the Lord, I will not withhold one good thing from this place and to the world if you will envy not for yourself. Teach them, this is my house that is called the school of prophets. Go to and read the scripture and see if I did not say that your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Did I not speak that this is the thing? Did you not see that in the Old Testament the closest people to me were the prophets? I would that all my people were prophets. Restrain not, teach fully. There are Thank you, Jesus. Let's give thanks to the Lord. Let's give thanks to him right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. Let's thank him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're our help. You're our strength. Hallelujah. You give us power. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, Jesus, glory, Jesus, glory, Jesus. Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We magnify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Reach over, touch somebody if it's, if it's uh, appropriate. Hallelujah. Touch somebody. Agree with, agree with somebody. Pray for them. Let them pray for you. We're together. We're together, folks. We're in agreement. Nothing can stop us. We're believing the Lord for every promise, every blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Healing in our homes, healing in our families, healing in our churches. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. We expect more, God. We expect revival. We expect hunger in the name of Jesus. That's it. Come on, believe for one another. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. We give you the praise, God. We give you the credit. We give you the honor. We bless your name. We bless you. and We thank you, Lord. All that you do. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Heaven is real. Glory in the name of Jesus. Death is a lie. We agree, we agree. Wanna hear voices of angels above singing as one? Hallelujah! Holy, holy God Almighty, great I am. Worthy, none beside thee, God Almighty, great I am. I want to be near, near to your heart. Loving the world, hating the dark, 
I want to see dry bones living again, singing as one. Hallelujah. Holy, holy God Almighty, great I am. Who is worthy? None beside thee. That's right. God Almighty, great I am. I want to be near, near to your heart, loving the world, hating the dark. I want to see dry bones living again, singing as one. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, God Almighty, great I am, who is worthy, none beside thee, God Almighty, great I am. Great I am, great I am. The mountains shake before you, the demons run and flee. At the mention of the name, King of Majesty, there is no power in hell for any who can stand before the power and the presence of the great I am, great I am, great I am, the great Come on, let God bless you. 
Come on, let God continue His work. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Holy, holy. God Almighty, great I am, who is worthy, none beside thee, God Almighty, great I am, hallelujah, holy, holy, God Stretch forth your hand right this direction. Amen. Stretch your hand. God's just doing something right over here. Some of our elders are praying right now. Amen. In Jesus' name. Let's just let God finish his work here. In Jesus' name. Amen. We agree. We agree in the name of Jesus. Blessings, guidance, direction, healing. In the name of Jesus. An uplifting, a renewing in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Right over here in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Jesus' name, we claim it, God. We claim it, God. We claim it. Yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe this will help somebody right now. Amen. Thank you for obeying the Lord. Thank you for expecting more. Yes. Hallelujah. You know why we expect? Because God's got more. You think God ran out of blessings? You think God ran out of good things to do for his people? And strength and help? No way. Amen. He gives according to his riches in glory. Did you get that part? Not our riches. Not this world's riches, but according to his riches. So he didn't run out. Hallelujah. Let, let me just make one last statement. When we talk about speaking to the issue itself, the problem, the trouble. In fact, he said, speak to the mountain. And what you're dealing with may be a mountain of sorts. Can't get around it. It's impossible. Or it could be just a valley of dry bones. Impossible situation. Can't heal that. You got to have something. To, not God. He don't have to have anything to start with. 
except faith. But I remember my mom a couple times. This is kind of silly almost. You talk about deal with the situation. Now, I know that everything that we have is not demonic. It, our, our bodies wear out. We have aches, pain. It, that's just part of it. We wear out. Okay, and so, so we hurt. And we, you know, it takes a while to wallow around and get up. Now, I used to jump out of the bed or out of the chair and just hit it, take out. Now, I stand up. Young people, y'all don't understand. Y'all just smile. You don't, but some older people understand. And you just kind of wait a while. Get everything kind of settled in order. Y'all will find out if you live long enough. You don't know what. <laughs> Let me show you how you get in a chair. I used to just fall in a chair. But here's what I do now. I get close to it and then I go. You don't know either yet. <laughs> And then you and then you sat down. But I remember I remember just trouble at my house. See, my parents were backsliders. I didn't know anything about Pentecost, anything about talking in tongues. Holy Ghost was like a funny. It, we get funny. It was kind of funny. Holy Ghost. We would say it. My brother and I. We just have a good time. Like they got the Holy Ghost. That was just funny. Knew nothing about it. That's 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 how ignorant I was about. It. But the night I prayed through to the Holy Ghost. First one in my family, my backslidden mother prayed through to the Holy Ghost. So she was already way ahead of me, Sister Carol. She knew a lot that she wasn't doing. And so she was trying to get back. And so she understood about demons. She understood about flesh and the devil and all of that. And like I said, it's not always the devil, but sometimes it is. And once in a while, it would just be chaos at our house. You get a bunch of kids, that's what you get. And there was a bunch of us. And we always had company. We always had somebody around the house besides us. My mama had to feed, and we had one bathroom in the house. And that's all I had to say. But I remember her doing, this is too clear and too plain for some people, but speak to this. And she'd say, devil, I'm just sick and tired of you doing this to us. You get out of my house. You're not welcome here in Jesus' name. It worked. It worked. Because you get a chaotic situation. It's not always the devil. But let me tell you what the devil will do. He'll see that and he'll take full advantage of it. He will come around. And so she was picking right up on that. That wasn't an everyday thing, but it did happen. Devil, I'm sick and tired of you. See, now that's not eloquent language. That's not you know, religious style of talk, you know, no, it was just plain old language. We can all understand. And the devil understood it too. And guess what he did? He got out of there. You know what? You can feel the peace and the calm. Amen. If your house is chaotic, guess what? That's an absence of God. Because when God comes on the scene, there's a peace that surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. World don't know about it. They're in search of that. They're looking for that. This is where you get it. You get it in prayer with faith. Amen. So sometimes you have to talk straight to the devil. It may just dawn on you right in the middle of a situation. You'll say, the devil's doing this. Devil, just get out of my life right now. I am not putting up. And, do, and remember, you have to name the name that every na- that's above every name. Because we don't have the power to do that on our own. But you use the name. Get out of my life right now. Get away from me. I don't want to see you. I don't want to feel you in Jesus' name. And guess what? The enemy, you don't have to have a fuss with the devil. 
He has no choice, folks. He has no choice but to get out. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Wonderful spirit. Thank you. Amen. Again, for your response. Thank you, Brother Britt, Sister Melissa, and all of you that help us. Thank every one of you for doing what you do around the church. And uh, again, nothing going on here this week. I, maybe I hope I see some of you at camp. We'll be there. We'll have a cabin. And so, um, you know, maybe we'll get to see you sit on the park bench, have a cup of coffee or a Coke. Amen. And just get the fellowship. Amen. But otherwise, we'll see.